0: That. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to War Wrestling Alliance Radio. Usually, Rob does the intros, but he's a little busy right now. I'm your host, Ducks <laughs> Banks, <Dang>, followed by <laughs> Paradox, the main man, Tribal Chef. We have two, three, I'm sorry, lovely guests, two debatings, that's Clutch, that's Clutch and Ray Day. And followed up is the homie, Good Guy Marcus. He'll be on a little later to talk about the current state of WWE. But right now, let's go ahead and jump into this debate real quick. Um, Clutch? Clutch? I to start Are are y'all ready? Yeah. Oh, boy. Why wouldn't we It's wrestling talk. I just
1: want to say... That I do not hate Alexa Bliss.
0: <laughs>
1: it is all over everywhere. Like women hating women, it's nothing like that. It's nothing like that at all. That's all I want to say. Uh, <laughs> That's all I want to say. Uh, it's okay. We all
2: got one wrestler. We don't. Like.
1: Uh, <laughs> we all got uh, one.
0: I love all women. Mr. I love all the women's wrestlers. Mr. I think they're great and amazing. Yeah. you know I'm joking but uh <laughs> let's get into this first question um, I'm you know since we're talking about a, a particular woman we're talking about Alexa Bliss I feel like it's only fair that we let Ray go first of course Ooh, lady yeah. first, <laughs> <lady> first. <laughs> um, we're talking about Alexa Bliss uh, Clutch is going to argue the positive side Ray is going to argue the negative side they have three minutes to explain their answers and then we'll go on on the next question so question number one in your opinion has Alexa Bliss deserved the credit that she's been getting in her career?
1: Right. I think ahead. yeah sorry <laughs> Um. I think she deserves some of it not all of it I think the main the one thing that people look for with her is that she's Like small, white, and blonde, which is basically Vince's go to. If you're blonde and white, you're like pushed all the way to the hills. So that's something that she definitely plays Mm -hmm. into. Um, and she, it's the way, it's her characters, I feel like they like more than her ring ability. Because in my opinion, because of her size, there's a very, she can't wrestle everybody everyone has to attune to how she wrestles so that limits her in my opinion into the things that she's able to do against people who are around her size maybe weigh a little bit more than her or may even you know who are taller than her that she deserves some of the you know accolades that she got yeah all of them not so much. I think that she definitely plays up 2 I'm pretty and I'm small and I'm a bad girl and you know you love bad girls things that wrestle you know, WWE and a lot of the male wrestling fans love. Yeah. Mm.
0: yeah. You have time to
1: catch?
0: catch. Alright, that's
2: interesting. That's interesting. Uh, obviously she does because if you think of the time and money that's been invested right. to her, She is a five-time women's champion. She is a two-time WWE women's champion, tag team women's champion, won the Money in the Bank, cashed in the same night, and won the first women's elimination chamber match, I believe. So she is highly invested into. And at that point in 2017, next to Charlotte Flair, she was one of the better heels that the WWE had in the women's division. Now... Opposing to her size, she is 5'1", and she's only 100 pounds. So I agree that people are going to have to adjust. However, this is where one of those cases where the styles make matchups in this scenario. Because she is smaller, she has to adapt, and everybody does have to adapt to her. However, the biggest woman on the roster is by far Nia Jax. So whoever she does have to go against, usually she meshes, up well, she meshes well with because of they're roughly around that same weight class, that same size, and again, the matches that she really's been up against in terms of opponents were three out of the four horsewomen who's constantly in the title picture. She's beaten Bailey twice, she's beaten Sasha Banks twice, and she's beaten Becky Lynch twice, and all of them were within the title matches. So she's <laughs> invested, and I get you know Vince has this thing with blondes, and if they're cute and everything cool however other than charlotte trish and alexa herself tori wilson wasn't pushed to the moon nor was they and they were both blondes and they was always featured on tv every week so it's just not in terms of that case of her being of how she looks because she can perform she is great on the mic and even though there are times I will agree that she may have been over pushed. She does deserve everything she has gotten
0: thus far. All right. Question number two. When it comes to, which is crazy, we were just talking about her in-ring ability. When it comes to in-ring ability, does she have it or is she overrated? I
1: will say that she's overrated. I feel like when she was in NXT, NXT, she definitely pushed herself to actually show. Yeah, I may be small, but I'm a badass, and you're gonna be afraid of this five foot one, you know, ball of fire. I think when she got into on the main roster, and she. Um, I feel like when she got onto the main roster and, you know, she got over it on her whole, you know, Harley Quinn, I felt like it definitely got, I'ma just play this one role and this is my thing. I am the bad girl. I am the mean girl of WWE. So the mean girl of WWE doesn't do flips and all this extra stuff. Yeah, she does do flips sometimes, but a lot of the times it's just more like smacks and hits and all this other slimy quote unquote stuff that heels do. I feel like she has a lot of potential that is being wasted by her just playing into what, what she expects of herself and what everyone expects of herself. So she's going to ride this and do the heel quote unquote thing and she's going to ride that shit into the sunset. That's But I feel like her ring ability is Subpar, if not like okay, it's all right. Could it be better? Hell yes, yes it can be better, a hundred percent better.
0: I'm liking this. All right, <laughs> clutch your time.
2: I'm liking this. Got me thinking over here. All right, but let's, let's go. Uh, is she overrated or is she not? No, she's not, and I'll tell you why. Again, she's been in matches with three out of the four horsewomen who's constantly always in the title picture. And she's usually surrounded in high-profile matches or storylines in most cases. So, even on most of her career, she is a heel. That's what makes her great, because some, some people are better off as heels than in are faces. I.e., I'll give you an example. I couldn't take Seth Rollins series as a face, unless he was within the shield. He's better off as a heel. Edge, Edge, to me, is better off as a heel. They work better in certain dynamics opposed to being a heel in faces. Now, in terms of her in-ring ability, that's what makes it work even better. When she had the... Well, I'll say that for the next question, but when she is a heel, she does work a lot better because she's going against people who could work well as faces. Bailey was the lovable face. You have, as you said, she was the mean girl, so she came in and sat there and bullied the nice girl, Bailey. That's what made it work. She went against Becky Lynch, who was a popular babyface on SmackDown. Beat her twice for the title. That's what made it work. She cashed in on Nia Jax. Nia Jax was at the top where she was a face. That's what made it work. And it's because she has that smaller stature, it gives her that frame of, okay, I may not be able to out-wrestle you or out-power you, but I can't out-think you and out-smart you. That's where the man himself, Triple H, cerebral assassin, usually always got his most of his wins. He always steps ahead of the game. Alexa Bliss is no different. You see what she's doing now with Eva Marie; she's playing mind games with us. So that's just now another element that she's adding that she's always had, but she's using it just in this different case as a face. So Alexa's never not overrated. I always enjoyed her ring work. There are times again I agree with she was old, like she was pushed in a title picture when she didn't need to. However, it's because she was one of the better heels on SmackDown and then Raw, where Charlotte went to SmackDown. There was no other heel better than her, so it explains why that she normally was within these confines of these high-profile matches.
0: As a women's champion, could you say that she has had any good, memorable runs as a champion?
1: I ah. Now, see, this is, I feel like this is going to be thick for me to say, but honestly, no. Um, and it's more so because I just, I feel like when, for me, when I see her wrestle and she wins, I'm like, this shit don't make no sense half the time. Like, for example, when she won against Asuka, when she was the fiend or whatever, I'm like, that don't make no damn sense. Where did this come from? You, Asuka, the, the badass? It's like she she beats the, like, the impossible in matches. And I'm like, what you were doing up to this, don't show or give me anything where I'm like, you know what? I can see that. So when I think, like, I honestly, like, when I think of her, you know, her runs, I'm like, eh, eh, eh. is it memorable because it's a good thing or is it memorable because you're pissed off about it? That's the real question I feel like. And it's for me. When I think back, it's like, yo, some of those wins were kind of bullshit in my
0: opinion. All right. All right later, yeah. Um, all right. Alexa is what was the question? I'm sorry, my nephew's a leader. Yeah, um uh, the question pretty much is um, as uh champion has she had any memorable matches.
2: I would say the one with Sasha, the one with Sasha that she had, and the one with when she beat Becky in that TLC matches in that TLC match at um in 2016. At that, yeah, it was a tables match, TLC. Alexa, it's weird because within those confines, when she had her matches, it's like every two months she was within a title picture. So again, it goes back into her had her being invested into, so if you look at Charlotte, for example, why is Charlotte always in these high profile matches because she could deliver every time, same thing you see with Sasha, you've seen with Becky, even Oscar, so it's not like Alexis again she had i would say she really had that main one because she was always within that title hunt so they agree with her like I wouldn't say she had a memorable one. But I will sit there and say, because she was always within those title, like that title confines and that matches, that she is literally like one of the better champions that WWE has outside of the four horse women.
0: She is one of the better ones. Right. And, uh, that'll be like, that's question four. I'm going to turn it over to the tribal chef and he's going to take over from here with the questions.
3: Thank you for that transition, and this has been a great debate so far. And one of the questions that's actually been on a lot of people's minds is the character and gimmick of Alexa Bliss. And one of the things that makes her interesting is that it seems that she kind of gravitates a lot towards other people's characters and gimmicks, Bray Wyatt more more recently being an example. So my question to both you and uh, Ray and um, Clutch is... Do you think at any point in her career she's ever had an original character of her own?
1: Um, I, uh, uh, it's, just, it's hard to give a a straight no because let's be honest, WWE recycles everything when it comes to a lot of wrestlers, especially the female wrestlers. <sighs> maybe in her earlier career, I think it was a little bit more original. Um, It still was kind of reminiscent of, you know, women wrestlers in the past, but it was like, okay, you're out in a tutu. I mean, who, who, you know, come out in the tutu. Okay, cool. I feel like after the whole, and I even say this before, you know, that Harley Quinn, I think, that's when it was kind of like okay they like it when she plays someone else's character they love that type of fan service so we're gonna run with that because that's our money maker so has she had an original <sighs> i would say out of scale like one like out of like out of 100 percent, i would say was original. 70% was everyone else's, but that's because it sells on her.
2: Okay, so let's see. In NXT, she had, as you said, the fairy, she had the whole fairy and the cheerleader thing. Then she turned here when she aligned herself with Blake and Murphy. She had the whole uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, where she had the Freddy Krueger um, get up. Then when she got to the main roster, she started with the Harley Quinn. And then she transformed and she had the goddess. And so she's had different layers in terms of a gimmick. But well, that's most wrestlers, if you think about it. You look at the Rock where he went from the Nation of Domination to the Corporate Champion to the People's Champion, the Brahma Bull. Everybody had elevation in terms of a gimmick. That's what really keeps everything new and fresh. And now she has the fiend gimmick, which honestly she really shouldn't have. But to her credit, she's been carrying that whole thing while Bray was out. Um. However, she's been changing gimmicks at all. You know, she's always been having a different gimmick. It may not have stood out as everybody else's where Charlotte is the queen or Bailey was a lovable hugger. Becky went from the... Fire head, the fire red head to the man where she has that whole Kill Bill vibe, Sasha being the boss. Some wrestlers have that one gimmick where they can stick with it and run with it, and then you have others where they always elevate something different. Alexa seems to be one of those where she just had something different, but I think it's because she pulled it from something. She always pulled it from somewhere. Harley Quinn, as you said, that more or less may just be her favorite character in the DC universe, and that's where she got inspiration from. The oh, goddess may be um. another one. You look, at, you look at Seth Rollins, where he went from SummerSlam, he always came in with something he always pulled the inspiration from. When he had that match against John Cena at SummerSlam, he had the whole White Ranger type of thing going on with the outfit. He, uh, the last match, had Extreme Rules with Rey Mysterio, he had his outfit that he wore in WCW. He pulled the inspiration from that. So these wrestlers are always pulling inspiration from somewhere like now Seth Rollins reminds me of the Joker in this kind of sense because of the laugh the suits the tactics everything so I think as wrestlers they have to constantly pull gimmicks everywhere and I think that's what Alexa's been doing within her career from when she started to NXT with the exception and now because I know that whole thing between her and Bray was supposed to be a joint joint thing but that blew up But other than that, I think most of the time she had her own thing, and that's what she just stuck with as she evolved.
3: Great points from the both of you. Thanks for answering that question. Now, when we think of women's wrestling, we think of a lot of great matches that involve talent like Charlotte Flair, Asuka, Bailey, Sasha Banks. But when the conversation comes up about Alexa uh, Alexa Bliss, has she had any good rivalries or matches in her career? And if so, would you be able to name them? And why they were great matches?
1: Um, I think for me, the best one, in my opinion, would be Alexa versus Naya. Not just because I love Naya, but you kind of see how that friendship devolved not even just on stage but off stage as well because if you actually followed them um you would see like they unfollowed each other and they were kind of taking shots at each other from twitter instagram facebook i'm like bro who that who who fights over facebook but they were like sending like shots at each other so you can kind of see like from that they'll come together and then alexa would say some funky stuff or whatever and naya be like excuse me and then she'll try to bow it over but it always be in the back of naya's head excuse me so you can kind of see like that friendship kind of being like destroyed and deteriorating like right in front of your eyes and you know when it came to the matchup i felt it was really good because you can kind of like see the anger Be from both of them. Not even just because, you know, the friendship was over, but they both said some wild shit to each other. You know what I mean? Like, through all the messages. And you're like, I never, I hope they got an okay from each other to say this stuff, because if not, those punches are going to be real that they're landing. (laughs) Like, this is actually going to be blow for blow, and we don't know who's coming out. I think that was the best one, because it seemed like very It seemed like a very uh, organic relationship that fell apart that wasn't, like, super-duper staged. But in that, we all know it was staged, but you could definitely see, that. damn, if I wasn't a fan who'd been watching it, you would think they were really decent. I think that's the one that stood out the most for me.
2: I'm going to say that her best matchups, or literally her best rivalries, I was going to sit there and say, um, I want to say Becky Lynch. Because at that point, that's when the whole brand, they started doing the whole thing WWE, with WWE over their brand splitting. They got Shane and Power one show, uh, Stephanie and making another show. And at that point, that's when SmackDown had their own women's title. And the inaugural champion was again, Becky Lynch at that first time. And Alexa not only bested her once, bested her twice within that match for TLC. And when I believe the title was vacated and she beat Becky again to win her second title. So at that point, you have SmackDown's top face. You have SmackDown's top heel within the women's division. And they were constantly fighting for the title because there was really nobody else at that point. Actually, no, Naomi was another top face, but she went out with injury. So you have the top heel within Alexa. Then you have a top face in Becky going back and forth for our title. So I believe those were her best matchups, at least that I can recall, literally because it was, again, the exception of a new title. You have your own platform on SmackDown, so you're not congested in terms of having a whole bunch of star power within at that time because Bayley was still on NXT. Sasha and Charlotte was on Royal Fight for the Royal Women's Title, so this was perfect for her. So I believe that her and Becky was probably the best one that she has had.
3: Now, if Alexa Bliss were to leave the WWE today, would there be a piece missing in the women's division because she's no longer there?
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I. Mean, <laughs> I- I I feel like they could probably find someone from NXT who looks like her, probably the same body type or whatever, and say, "Hey, go be the mean bitch," you know, long blonde hair with some pink tips, and they'll be like, "Boom!" And that's not <laughs> that's I'm in like speaking on her in in ring ability. I just feel like we all know Vince has a type, but she's definitely the type, and there's people within there. Who can play that type as well? That's <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say. Um I'm sorry, was there a second part? I'm so sorry.
3: <laughs> you still going or yeah, I don't wanna interrupt
1: you. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, was there a second part?
3: No, that wasn't a second part. It was okay, just sorry, to yeah. ask. Yeah, you good.
1: Yeah, sorry, then yeah, that was I just feel like she's like character wise, she there's a dime a dozen of her.
2: Alrighty. If she left the WWE today, would there be a peace missing for the Women's Division? Yes, there would be. And let's look at it this way. I think we're forgetting one thing, that these these women are athletes, and they also get injured. You look at Charlotte when she was out. Sasha's been taking hiatuses after a while, after some big matches. Becky Lynch is on maternity leave still, and Bailey's now hurt. So in this case, it's always, and like we say in sports, it's next man up, or in this case, next woman up. Um, Alexa has been, again, in prominent roles and storylines ever since she's got to the main roster. And even if you could say, alright, let's check in NXT, there's nobody in NXT that I can think of remotely that could in this case, at least maybe with the exception of EO, that could sit there and at least fill in that void in terms of what Alexa's Alexa has 2016, since 2016. And let's remember she is only 29 years old, won five titles, and had countless WrestleMania matches. The woman's not even in her prime yet. So the fact that, again, she's in this place now, and she's had these matches with great superstars like Charlotte, that match of Survivor Series they had was, fun, was great. She had great matches with Becky, Bailey, Nia, Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks. Usually every match that she's in with another woman, that that match match is elevated because of she is a legitimate threat. So if you do take her out that equation, there's going to be a void that's missed because of what she does bring to the matches and what she does bring in these storylines. Because you could say, you know, we speak about this all the time. Someone can have great wrestling matches, but if they can't tell the story within the match, the match is damn they're meaningless so alexa usually does tell her stories within those matches in terms of especially who she's with because you do want to see her get beat you do want someone to sit there and knock her off her purse just to knock her down a bit but it would be a void missing if she does end up leaving i do think obviously she does leave we already know the next viable option is AEW, but i don't see Vince letting her go at all because again, he has invested a lot into her. Five so anytime you win more than three titles, you're being invested into. That's at least how I look at it. Because some people have barely won one in the WWE. So I think that there would be a void missed. Now, is it that level of Charlotte, Sasha, Becky, Baylor? No. But is it a void nonetheless that will be missed?
0: Yes. All you podcast listeners out there, hope you're enjoying the Cast Iron Podcast with the amazing chef, Patrick Lee. Afterwards, make sure to also tune in to his other podcast, yeah! Wrestling Alliance Radio, the ever-evolving podcast discussing the wrestling topics you want to hear. With myself, Robert Paradox, co-host Rimrock, Duck Goes Bang, and Pat Lee himself, tune in for great time.
3: This has been a really Whoa. good debate so far, and before I transition it over to Ronel, oh, sorry, Duck, I did have one question for the both of you that I would, you know, like to see you debate about. Based on her accolades, her accomplishments, her overall character in WWE, do you see Alexa Bliss going into the Hall of Fame? I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, Vince likes her. I feel like once you get over with the big guy, like he you gonna you're gonna be anywhere he puts you at. Like as much as I love, you know, Roman Reigns. He pushed them down everyone's throat. He was like, I don't give a fuck. You gonna take him because I like him. And that's the same thing with Alexa. I like Alexa, she's the type of girl I like. So here, keep putting her in shit, keep making her do shit. She's gonna get in there. One day.
2: Uh, fellas, why y'all didn't tell me that I'm debating a fellow Roman fan? Come on now. Uh,
1: y'all know we gotta <laughs> sit together with these type of things.
2: Y'all, y'all know we gotta sit together with these type of things. Here, I wear my acknowledgement shirt and everything. And, come on, man. Um, <laughs> any, anyways, all jokes aside, yeah, she's going to the Hall of Fame, re- regardless. With her accolades, like I said, a five time women's champion, two time women's tag team champion, it's hard not to send her to the Hall of Fame. I mean, if Tori Wilson got to the Hall of Fame just for Sex Appeal alone, because she honestly didn't wrestle too much, little to at all, then there's no doubt in my mind that Alexa Bliss is going to be in the Hall of Fame. She's she Like I said, she has been in positions where it's like, okay, I have to legitimately watch. Like, if I'm a competitor, I have to legitimately watch her because she is shifty, she is sneaky, and she can't sneak up on you. She's proven that time and time again. And if you've seen this past year, within 2020, her being involved in a storyline with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, who, again, Randy Orton doesn't just work with anybody. Um, the fact that she was involved within that pro- that type of field and literally helped carried it as Bray Wyatt was out, that speaks for itself. So, yeah, she's definitely going to go to the Hall of Fame. No doubts about it. No doubts. <sighs>
0: Alright, and um, Paradox says he has one question as well. Rob, don't be on no Adam Pearce type of stuff tonight. This
2: bullshit needs to stop now.
0: Okay, wait, 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 wait. So his question is, could she fit in in any other establishment? New mm. Japan, AEW, <laughs> Ring of Honor? New Japan. Know wrestling New Japan? Not, I know for a fact she's not fitting in on New Japan.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Nah, i mean here's my thing new japan hell no <laughs> hell no um anywhere else i feel like she would have to get she would have to get some training she would have to get retrained a little bit she she would have to get out of the whole the shtick that she's in with wwe because yes you can bring that over to everywhere else but like those AEW, those other fans are like okay give us some more we saw that on wwe what new are you bringing to us Give me something I haven't seen before from you. She would have to go back and get some training. Nice <clears throat> some. She's going to have to go back and get some, some damn training. I ain't going to save him some. She would have to go back. But maybe? Um, it really depends on how we're rece- set. Mm-hmm. It might be a little bit on the harder side for her. It could. I would never say never just because, you know, people can change and, you know, work hard. But, I mean, she would definitely need training
2: clutch uh robert you know good and damn well that alessa bliss is not going to know new japan At a. <laughs> i don't even know why you mentioned new japan suzuki will have a field day if she sat there saw her Uh-uh. um ring of honor i'm gonna say that her stock is way too high for ring of honor i'm gonna be honest um aew i can see her in aew her and Britt baker having that little Who's the meanest? That little mean girl class. I I do agree though. One thing that she wouldn't have to, she would have to bring something different. Of gimmick wise, I think the ability will definitely be there. Um. However, in terms of her, had like being either who she is, and like I said, that mean girl type of vibe. I think she would be fine within AEW because AEW's women's division is pretty stacked and competitive. So I believe she would fit right in. And we all know Tony Khan the stooge isn't going to sit there and hesitate to jump on trying to sign her anyway, because she is that good. And just for him to sign another person, just to stick at the events. However, you wouldn't be wrong. Cause again, Alexa bliss can go on the ring. She has shown that time and time again. So I could see her going to AEW. Like if she did go to AEW, I could see her lifting up that promotions women's division a little bit. I have a question. Uh, pat and rem what's for dinner today because i'm hungry
1: <laughs>
2: what's up what's up chefs what, 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 we got a debate here we ain't got no nourishment what's going what's on
0: this?
2: here my wife what's knows baby, I, I
0: i podcast on mondays and be with you guys she decided to roast the chicken and make some some yellow rice so that was my dinner how about you pat
3: <laughs> well, if you want to know what I have for dinner, go to my TikTok and Instagram at Cooking with Pat Lee to find out. Oh, look, he over here for me. No, first of all, man, he's he he <laughs> so out of here with the selfless plug, man.
0: Look at him, he over here plugging me. We here in. for he said, it. <laughs> I respect Sorry, it though. I mean, he plugs he plugs <laughs> us on his channel, so you know. It's all
3: yeah, I know, right I know. First of all, it's
0: always joking, man.
3: But yeah, if y'all want to know what I made. Rook risotto, up. right? Yeah, I made a um, Cajun risotto. Hey, oh, so nice!
2: Amazing. Oh, oh, nice! Yeah, hell yeah! Make two table. of us. I hope you got a table. A big table. <laughs> I'll bring the white claw. <laughs> and
3: yeah. that's it for Dingo's Bay. Thank you, everybody.
0: <laughs> nah, ain't so much. Um, right here, there. right here. What we're going to do is stop the debate portion. um, Thank you, Clutch and Ray, for giving us a wonderful debate. You guys did well. Thank you, um, thank you. I will say, judges, should we actually do a winner here, or should I we forgot this was fans, being
1: judged? Do
0: we
3: just say that the wow. fans won with this one? Since they're both women fans, oh. I said they both win.
1: Hey, yeah, let's yeah. go. Roman I could dig I'm it. Talk shit about. Shout
3: me. out the Roman Reigns, bringing everybody. Put some respect on his everybody.
1: name.
2: Yes, sir. I was about yes, to say, man. you know, don't let don't <laughs> let Randy here Don't let Randy hit. Don't let Randy hear you
0: say you like right, Jack. Right. Oh, <laughs> yo. At hey fam, baby bro, say
1: hey, your Who your favorite? Hey, listen, at this
0: point, fam, anything Randy ain't saying it on the podcast, bruh. I am deleting this post, bro. I'm the <laughs> hate it, bro. You say some negative about his own, that's your ass. But you're
3: not here for the ashy bullshit. He oh, no lie. ash no over here.
1: We are moisturized.
3: No ash. Hey, <laughs> I yo, think we tried to do that debate for like two months, and
0: it was like, no matter what, he's like, oh, I can't do it. Happens. Or he just disappears. No, that man ba- would ba- be like, I'm ready today, and never pop up, bro like, what type of mm-hmm. function
3: is that? Bro? It was a deadbeat dad of wrestling. I'll show up. I'll show up. Are right, you ready? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh,
0: not the deadbeat dad. Holy. I gotta know, go get some milk real quick. With the thirty-year-old so so fedora, bro. That's stupid. Oh, Yo, been, war. nice. Right, I'm gonna be packing the reports. So I'll be right back. He's <laughs> a <feet laughs> deadbeat dad of wrestling. Ten years ago.
3: Pops nah, out nowhere. I still
0: love y'all. Disappear again. Fuck. Yep. Like, why would you even do it? Man. Um, that was funny. But uh, yeah, man, was funny. So as you guys hear it, uh, both of them won because they're Roman Reigns fans and that's what we love. We're a very biased podcast. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> You Roman Reigns fan, Reigns, you win automatically, <laughs> bro. Let's go. I'm with the vibes. Oh, but uh, right here, we're going to stop the debate portion. I'm going to ask uh, Rob to stop the recording and then bring it back, and we will record the second part of it. All right, hold on.